What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Her Soul Speaks. This is Essence. And Renee. We're back. Yes, we are. Did you miss us? Be be honest. I know. We took a little (laughs) bit of a hiatus because life happens, but we're back. We back. All right. So we're going to do Her Soul Sings. All right. So it's Christmas edition because it's December. So, you know, we have to get in all our Christmas songs. Yes. So my song of the week is by Phil Wickman. Oh. And it's called Face of God. Gabriel loves it him. It is amazing. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I sent him the um, the clip of him singing this on his Instagram. But the song is so, so, so good. The acoustic version, regular version, whatever. Listen, what's your song, Essence? Well, I'm just writing down Phil Wickham here so that yeah. I can listen to that track. But my song of the week is... Angels we have heard on high. Oh, you should know. You should have known this was coming. <laughs> by Kira oh, Sheard and Chrisette Michelle. Um, we'll put it down in the the show notes and stuff like that for you guys. If you guys want to get the exact spellings and it's bomb, you know stuff like that. But really it is so. It is the smoothest R and B. Angels you have heard on high. You have ever heard on yeah. high. <laughs> So please listen to it. Yeah. I I love that, and I'm gonna give you guys like a really like small little nugget here that I I don't really share with people because I don't put people on my music like that. Me neither. I don't I'm put people it. on my music I'm like that. Selfish. But the way that. I found this song was from an album called Motown Christmas. I think yes. I told you about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And guys, it is just all soul. Motown Christmas songs like it's yeah. literally like even old school new school that's how I found this song like to begin with so like you guys Jackson 5 yeah like, yes it's so it's so nice and even some like just like even corny ones but if you're into like Motown or if you can appreciate that kind of music or even just soul music or whatever then you'll like this so okay Moving on from that to um, the game of the week so Renee I didn't tell you what it was because yeah, I wanted it to be like super fresh in your brain so this this game is called Love Song or Christian Song. Oh. So I'm going to read you oh, some lyrics. Sorry, music. I'm yes. All right. So this is why it's perfect right after our Her Soul Sing segment. Yes. I'm going to read you some lyrics and okay. I want you to tell me, are these lyrics from a Christian song uh-huh. or they, are they from a worldly love song? Okay. Okay? Okay. Here we go. Number one. <clears throat> Whenever you can't take the pressure, it can be whatever. I've got you through it all. I'll read it again. Whenever you can't take the pressure, it can be whatever. I've got you through it all. Christian song or love song? I'm going to say love song. It's a love song. Yay. Good. And this is actually is by Javaya and Chris um, Skip Marley. And I told you about the song, oh. which is why I was hoping. I'm like, mm, I'm going to try not to say it yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. the thing of it. But it's by Javaya and Skip Marley. It's called All I Am. Okay. The next one is... I'm going to try and also say it without saying it in the tempo of It's so of hard to the, say it a is. song, like lyric. <laughs> it is. So I'm trying to be super monotone. Okay. It's like we build mountains with our, old, with our own hands. Then we get mad at you because we don't understand. That is definitely a Christian song. Yes. Do you know what song it is? Uh, mountains by Shanti Johnson. Do you listen mountains, to Shanti Johnson? Mountains. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is actually the rap part in the song. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. So here's the next one. I have four. Knock me down, but I'll get up again. I'm stand. 
I'm. Let me. Let me say it again. <laughs> I already know what it is. No, you do? Yeah, that's the truth. Oh that's my gosh! Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow. Knock me down, but I'll get up again. Yeah. I'll stand strong, and I can face the wind. Yeah. So that's I made it by the truth. Okay, yeah. perfect, perfect. So I'm trying to mix like rap and like. Okay, here's the last one. Right now, the only thing that keeps me hanging on, when I feel my strength is almost gone. Hmm. I'll read it again. Right now, the only thing that keeps me hanging on when I feel my strength is almost gone. I'm just going to say a love song. It's a love song. Because it's a love song. To it's a, yeah, it's a love song. <laughs> but that sounds so Christian. It does, it does. Like, it totally could. I was just skipping through random parts in the songs just mm. to find, and I just landed on this. I'm like, this actually sounds what, what the most Christian. Sorry. This is Can't Hurry Love by the Supremes. Right now, the only thing that keeps me hanging on oh, when I feel my strength. Yeah. Wow. You did a good job. All right. So for today's topic, we want to talk about accountability. Accountability. So what does that what does that word mean to you? What comes to mind when you hear the word? When I hear the word accountability, immediately it just makes me think of um not responsible the word is like leaving my head right now when i think of accountability i think of like a partnership okay i feel like you're staying how do you define accountability without using the word accountability <laughs> yeah. in it? you're staying um like in check or yeah like you're checking in with someone okay. or something. Yeah. Um, I know that Christians use the word often, but I, yeah. I know like people in the world use it too. Like I've yeah. heard about, um, you know, people saying stay accountable, stay accountable, like just check in. Yeah. That's kind of like what, well, how do you, I how would parents you say that? Yeah. Bit. Parents. Yeah, for sure. Just be like, just make sure. You know, oh, that's true. That's true. Um, no time coming home. How would you define um, it? I think, yeah, I would just say it's some, something that, kind of helps keep you within a certain range or a certain guideline kind of. Mm -hmm. um, I do think of a person initially, but I think that's just because being a Christian. We're used to, hearing, yeah. Yeah, hearing it in that context. Yeah. I think that um, at the end of the day, being accountable to someone is is not about like surrendering your you know, soul or your life to someone. Like every time I go to the bathroom, I have to say, every yeah, time yeah, I yeah. do this, I have to say where I'm going. It's just about like being blameless for yourself yeah. pretty much. And it definitely is for you. It's for you as an individual before it is for anyone else. So like what, do you remember like your first instance or like the first time the you first encountered with Yeah, <laughs> you heard about it or um, what it was. Do you remember that? Because I, I, I can't remember. I can't remember. You can't remember? No. I do. I think, I, I don't know why I do. I it's just me. But um, I do remember, um, I think it was in a Bible study, just having a conversation about what that meant. And I remember the Bible study leader um, just kind of sharing that it's important to have one in the form of a partner, um, especially as a new believer. I was definitely a new convert when this conversation was happening and all of that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they were just kind of sharing that it's important because we ourselves can especially as a new convert, you can deceive yourself. In so That's many true. Areas. That and is it's true. Like having someone that is, you know, just stronger in terms of as a Christian, um, someone that's been around for longer, someone that you can kind of trust. Um, 
it's yeah. It's so like one of those. How would you, what would you say is the purpose of being accountable? Cause like, think about you say, you said you came in as a new Christian, mm-hmm. you heard about it as a Bible study, but let's say like for me, I can't really remember my first time yeah. of like remembering the word, but like if I came in as a new convert, how would you explain to me like, Oh, you should like tell somebody where you're going yeah. or like, you know what I mean? Uh, you shouldn't, okay. how would you explain that to like a new Christian? Well, first of all, because I, I feel think, like, for, sorry to cut you off. I feel yeah. like for me, I just kind of observed it and yeah. understood it. Yeah. And then I heard people talking about it and I didn't know what the word meant. Yeah. And then piecing it together just by like what I heard and what mm. I saw. So like if someone like didn't really have that, you know, I think as long as they have some type of appetite for the things of God and just mm. wanting to live out a Christian life, you can kind of throw it in there. Right. So let's just say I was like, you know, these are some of the things that are important for you to just survive. Right. So, you know, you want to read your Bible, you want to pray, and I think it's important to have an accountability partner. Oh, what's an accountability partner? Well, basically, it's, you <laughs> know, you yeah, it's just kind of having someone that you can confide in, someone that you can share things with, um, but you have to feel comfortable enough to be honest with that person because right. you can have someone mm. that you look up to as another Christian and be like, yeah, okay, you're my accountability partner. Yay, let's do this. And, like, you can have that super corny, like, structured, like, okay, this is what I'm going to do or be intentional about it, but it's not genuine. Yes. You just tell them what you want to tell yes. them to make yourself look good. 100%. And I've been there before, 100%, when I was um, a new convert, and I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, I, I think I want to do this. Um, I didn't make it as, like, as structured mm-hmm, as that. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't just say, okay, look, this is my accountability partner. It was kind of like yeah, a natural thing. Where it it's should like, be. All of a sudden, I'm telling you things, you're sharing your point of view, and you're suggesting things that are going to help me grow. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sit down and say, okay, I want you to be my accountability partner because I want to grow in these areas and I need you to keep me in check yep. because I know that you will. Exactly. And it has to be somebody who, number one, you can respect mm-hmm. and someone who can speak into your life yes. and someone who you feel comfortable like sharing things with, yes. but at the same point in time, someone who you can take rebuke from. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because like, that's why I feel like an accountability partner shouldn't necessarily be your friend or someone who's like your peer yeah. because you know, you you can, like, let's say, for example, you're telling me, oh, right now I'm going to go get ice cream at, up at wherever. I'd be like, yeah. mm, I don't really know if that's a good idea. You'd be like, who are you? Yeah. Like, you're my friend. Like, you told me about you your might, struggle yeah, last week true. or I know what you're, you know, you like, I see. You might be less likely to take, take them serious. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like if the person has, like, a little um, age on you mm-hmm. or a little bit, at least salvation age. Yeah. I think bare minimum salvation they, age. Yeah, like, you guys longer. maybe could be, like, one or two years different mm-hmm. in, like, actual age, but salvation age, I think there should be, like, a good gap yeah like your accountability partner shouldn't be like a new convert no. or like a one year two year save yeah. kind of thing like i think it's important to get somebody who can um speak into your life and and, and has like some type of wisdom you know what i mean they have you know what on them. that too it helps because that too you can find someone that's been around for a long in <laughs> numbers and unfortunately like spiritually you don't see the fruit of that and, and i think maybe someone who like you aspire to be like mm-hmm. yeah. like don't this just turned into like how to find an accountability partner, but <laughs> like someone who, you know, you can look at their life and be like, this is what I aspire to be like, or goals that I have in my life going yeah. forward. Not someone who's just been there for yeah. like 10 years and eight years. And just because they have experience means anything, because I don't necessarily think wisdom comes with age all the time, all the time no. you know, like it doesn't really. Um, but I think that it's really important to have an accountability partner because it really helps you grow and takes you out of your natural mindset because there's so many times where you think what you're doing is like a really good decision Mm -hmm. or you think what you said was great. You get into an argument with the sister, 
And you're like, yeah, so I told her da 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 she should watch her tongue next time. She should whatever. And it's yeah. like, your accountability partner could put you in check and be like, but you were doing you the same thing to her or, yeah. that you, you know, or you know that you struggle with yep. this, this, this area. We spoke about this before. Someone who can like really mm-hmm. keep you in check and agree with you, but be open to disagreeing with you yeah. and someone that you can grow from essentially. Yeah. And you have to be open to that. Like, I think sometimes we... We hear these concepts, we hear these terms when we get saved and we're like, okay, yeah, that sounds cool. But then the reality is we're not willing to be open. We're not willing to be honest. Like I was saying before, you kind of tell them what you want them to know of you. And so you tell them all the good things. Yeah, like I read and I prayed this morning <laughs> and da 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 but they don't know that you haven't been praying or reading for two months. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just, you have to be willing to share the good and the bad because that's when you're going to really get that help. It's true. And I think that's why there's certain, um, maybe like people who I wouldn't impose an accountability partner on because then it can kind of even turn them away because they're not willing to like receive. I would feel like when you're ready to get an accountability partner or you're ready to be accountable to anybody, it's the next step that you're taking in your life to say like, I'm willing to open myself or I'm willing to, share or be uh vulnerable about this area i'm willing to receive correction and i think like as newcomers we're not really willing to receive correction as much we're just like on fire or you're just like ignorant or you're just stubborn about certain things and you still have to naturally like break out of your mindset Mm -hmm. i think when you get saved and you give your heart to jesus in the beginning you have the zeal you know you have that like you're telling them to do anything. You're telling everybody they're going to hellfire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're telling your mom, your cat, your dog, yeah, yeah, everybody. Yeah. You have no tact. Like, you know, sometimes you do. If you were one of those people, then like, that you know, but true. a lot of times like we don't have a lot of tact and it takes some time. Yeah. I feel like you have to get through that hurdle. Like yeah. I think about the, um, the parable of the wheat and the, no, it's not the wheat and the tares. Anyways, the parable about, um, the you know casting the seeds okay. on the ground and on one on the stony ground it happened like this and yeah. on this ground it happened like this and it was just like on one it was choked up yeah like it, initially they, they felt the zeal but then it just got like yeah. choked up by the cares of the world and in this one you know it, it was slow but then it you know it there's different ways that we receive the gospel and there's like a natural progression that you yeah. have to go to go through so like if you're maybe somebody out there who's like Maybe you're like three, four years saved or, you know, you kind of feel like what's the next step for me. If you don't have an accountability partner, I would definitely recommend like finding somebody or um, maybe just observing yeah. people Reach around you. Someone that, and even if they may be close in your age group, let's just say there's not many people that are older in your church. Um, make sure that you are going to be honest. That's the key about it because you can't have an accountability partner and just go there to show face. Yeah. Like, no, you're not going to go at the end of the day. Like that's what you have to recognize is most important. You don't want to develop an appetite to lie, to keep yourself like in good standings with who though. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like that's not, you're not going to get anywhere. Like that's not going to help you grow spiritually. It's not going to help you, um, to be effective in your Christian walk. So don't, just don't, (laughs) just don't don't do do that. that. Just don't do that. I think, I think it's, it's, it's a point when you, when you're ready for it, then you know that you're at that level of growth. If you're shying away from it, then like you're not. But I think in the beginning it starts with just like regular steps, just in general of like being a Christian, what your life should look like is like, number one, you receive the gospel. You let Jesus into your heart. 
Number two, there's a change. Mm-hmm. Mostly, it can happen at the same time. Sometimes it takes a little longer for people, yeah. but there's a change that happens. Your attitude changes. Your vocabulary changes. Your, your dressing changes. Your your desires change. Your your crowd, mm-hmm. you know, that you're hanging out with. You yeah, with those things start to change. What what else changes that I'm missing? Um, um, the things that you watch, things you listen to. Yes. Your, whoever your whoever your level of influence is coming from. That Where you go, change. like yeah. you're the not going to certain clubs are. no more. Any club, no more. <laughs> Book club. <laughs> you know, you know, you're not going to certain places. Yeah. Th- those things start to change. So, like, obviously, first you need to have an encounter with God for mm-hmm. that to happen. Then your desires and things start to change. Your your voc- vocabulary start to change, and then you start to reach out to people. You start yeah. to share the gospel, like most time studying with your friends and your family, inviting people to church. Those yeah. natural things. But then you get to a point where. You, you've been cycling doing yeah. that. Okay, well, I don't go to the club anymore. Okay, well, um, I'm covering up my body a little bit more now. Yeah. Okay, I my whole family knows I'm a Christian and I've invited them to church. Yeah, and sometimes you have to like take a step back and realize that your Christianity is not about the things that you don't do. Like if oh, once that's you're good. saved, it's like, okay, yeah. That's it's good. expected that you're not going to do certain things. Now it's the things that you do need to do in order to maintain, in order to grow. And you know what I mean? Like you just, you want to... You have to realize that as a Christian, you're going to struggle. Yeah. And within that struggle, you're going to need someone to help you along the way. And sometimes it'll be your friends, but sometimes your friends aren't going to be meeting those certain needs. You know it's what I true. Mean? And yeah. It's because you might not feel comfortable sharing that side of your life with in a particular friend. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you're not a friend, but it's at the same time, it's kind of like you sometimes have to just tell someone who won't have any bias. Yeah. Who someone just, who's neutral. Who will just give you the real at the end of the day because that's what you need. You want real growth, you need real accountability. Yeah, 100%. I think um, there are a lot of misconceptions about accountability and accountability partners too, Mm -hmm. which we kind of touched on. But what would you say are some kind of misconceptions about having an accountability partner or just about accountability in general? Yeah, I definitely say that it should be a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, That's probably a big misconception. I'm not saying that it can't be, but it definitely has to be a friend that you've already had encounters with where they are able to correct you and you're able to receive it yeah and your yeah. friend talks to you and you're like okay yeah, yeah whatever and you don't do anything about it you just kind of feel like Ugh, you feel offended mm-hmm. you know what i mean like, bushy to talk to yeah, me or ask me then where that's it was not the person that needs to be your accountability mm-hmm. because you're not receiving from them in that way yeah um so that's a huge misconception another misconception i would say um is just that you have to tell them every single thing yeah that you do. Um, <laughs> i woke up at eight today yeah, just letting you no, know that's, that's okay <laughs> Um, and if you, I think you need to create some type of like a list or like some type Mm. of goals for your own salvation Mm. where it's like, okay, like maybe this week I struggled with reading and praying. Mm. You can follow up with your accountability. Maybe after that week is over, Mm -hmm. you know, something like a relationship where, you know, you're constantly around like a male or female, whatever it is that you know that you have a temptation there. That's something I think is a little bit more in the moment. A little yeah. Bit more you should, elite. yeah. Say you something should, about that. Yeah, don't wait until, okay, like we're going to meet up in a month. I'll tell him then, or I'll tell her then. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then you already been holding hands. And like, yeah. Yeah. Like don't wait when it comes to certain things. So that's another misconception. That's that I'll just wait until a little bit later. Mm-hmm, like, no, mm-hmm. You want to keep it like a constant mm-hmm. conversation. When you have, you know, if you're struggling with certain things, I think too, like, um, people think accountability is something that holds them back 
Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh well, why do I need to say that I went to the movies? I just yeah. went to the movies. Why was it a big deal? Yeah. Why do I need to say that um, I had dinner with um, my ex-boyfriend at my house? Like, yeah. why do I need to? I don't need to say that. Yeah. And that's where I feel like you, that's why you, that's a good teller in how you know. That's a good teller in how you know if you're ready. Yes. If you still feel like I don't need to, I don't need to say this. Yeah. Why are people bothering me? Yeah. Why are this? Then you need to reevaluate. Yeah. You need to reevaluate some things because if you can't see what this is, what accountability partners should do. Let me just cut straight to the chase. Yeah. Accountability partners are there to give you a more wise and different perspective yeah. than where you may be coming from. Mm-hmm. You don't get an accountability partner to tell you the exact same thing you just told them back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was at your house. Great. From what time to what time? Great. Talk to you later. Nah. Yeah. Accountability partner should literally be there and be like, oh, okay. Like, why did you invite him over? Mm-hmm. Does your mom know? What kind of history do you have with this person? Yeah. Were you guys by yourself or was it like a group thing? Mm-hmm. Wait, to give you a different perspective for you to see the possible dangers or yeah. the possible outcomes, because realistically, Opening your heart and awakening love, and I'm obviously saying this from a relational standpoint, but like awakening love too early is a serious thing, especially for girls. So like more than anything, if you're like a young girl, having having an accountability partner that can give you a different perspective and a different outlook on where you could be. Because realistically, if your accountability partner is kind of like adding up to all of these categories that we're seeing been safe for a longer period of time a little bit more wise um someone who's maybe been through some things yeah they can they have experience yeah they're able to be like honestly that was me i had a, a situation with a girl a while ago years ago and she was telling me about this guy and she was like you know like i just wanted to let i wasn't her accountability partner but she was just a younger convert and yeah. she was you know she just felt comfortable she just, to talk to you yeah. yeah and so she's like you know i'm i'm i have this guy and we've been talking and she's kind of really beating around the bush i was like is that is this your boyfriend yeah 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 he's my boyfriend i said okay well bring him to church yeah. let's meet him bring him to a concert bring him to a service let's see oh you know he won't really come so pause there uh-huh. What would you say, Renee? That's your accountability partner. Yeah, you know, you're not even accountability partner. You're just a person just of wisdom. So what would you say if someone just told you that? Okay, well, I would be wondering how long have they been saved? Why are they telling me this? Because there's always a secret reason. Like, so let's say, for example, the person was saved for two years. Bye. <laughs> He's, he doesn't boyfriend, really want no, to boyfriend's not saved. Boyfriend's not saved. Not or anything. He, he is her boyfriend. He's not your boyfriend. You've been safe for two not years. Not anymore. He's not. <laughs> no, that's if okay. This is another thing. Not on, you can't just look at the things that an accountability partner needs or what you should look for. But as a person who has been safe for a while, even if you're not that person's accountability partner, quote unquote, if someone opens up to you about something that you know is not going to help them grow spiritually, don't be like, don't try to be the friend. In right. The one that's gonna like. Oh my gosh. Like crazy (laughs) (laughs) okay but like i want her to like me so don't say anything right hold her accountable right you you want this person to stay safe you want this person to make heaven their home so if you can't hold them up and encourage them and also rebuke them when they need to then you need to check yourself 100 percent. because it's it's not worth it to be oh my gosh i just love that sister because she doesn't tell you about yourself right watching you Exactly. She's watching you walk on your way to hell. Exactly. Don't and do that. the person, um, obviously, I gave her my advice yeah. or my whatever. She, I never told her, hey, let's sit down and catch up. She invited me and yeah. said, I have to tell you something. Yeah. So I was like, okay. This happened. It was all 
fine and dandy. We spoke for a long time. I gave her my perspective. I said, listen, I've seen girls go down in the past because of guys, man. And yeah. that for some reason, it's it's girls and guys all the time. It's girls leave the church because of some guy that they work yeah. with or some guys, you know. Their friends. Swept them off their Close feet friends. or something. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, that's just a different story. But yeah. I'm like, especially when it comes to guys, we're not talking about, hey, you're working long hours. Yeah. We're not talking about, hey, your mom doesn't want you to come to church. We're talking about, like, you're getting emotional, romantic feelings for yeah. somebody. you got to guard your heart. And she chose to not take my advice. Yeah. And which is really unfortunate. But I think that she just didn't like what I had to say, which yeah. is fine with me. I'm not losing any sleep over that because yeah. I know right and I know not right yeah you know like this is not point that out right and wrong i just need to let you know like this is not a wise decision Mm -hmm. and so she chose not to take my advice and unfortunately she's not here today yeah you know which is which is sad but i think that everyone has a a choice or like you know they can choose to take your advice they can choose not to but at the end of the day like it's it's up to them yeah 100 percent. all right so i have this little game okay so i love games scenarios so i'll pose a scenario that um requires some type of action in terms of an accountability partner okay and then you'll tell me what you do all right and i'm pretty sure you have one right yeah okay so this is mine 14 year old church kid comes to you Mm -hmm. and says a group of girls changed their outfits at school (laughs) she admits to doing this a couple of times but wants to stop And now, mind you, the outfits are obviously inappropriate and nothing that she could leave her house in. Mm -hmm. So what do you do to intervene? What do you tell her? Mm -hmm. And how do you encourage her to stay accountable? Because, I mean, she's at school, right? So, like, what would you really do? That's a good one. First of all, I would say, sorry, did you say that the group of girls who are changing their outfits, they're all church kids? No. So she happens to be a church kid. Okay. Okay. So, first of all, I would say, you know, think about the people who you're trying to emulate. Mm -hmm. If you're... If you want to be like those girls, you're going to follow what they do. You're going to change your clothes. You're going to do other things. But it it starts with the clothes. Yeah. And then it goes on with the actions. Yeah. And then it goes on with hanging out with them after school. Yeah. And it grows and it grows and it grows. Because what you're trying to do is be included in their group on the outside. And eventually, you'll be included in their group in all factors. Yeah. So if these girls are wearing inappropriate clothes, mini skirts, super, super tight clothes, you know, cleavage showing or whatever it may be. Yeah. You're, you're doing it. You're going along with them. But they dress like that for a reason. Yeah. And there's a reason why probably as a church kid, your parents have told you to not dress like that because there's a reason why you want to keep your body pure. Mm-hmm. There's a certain attention that, you are, that you're inviting to yourself yeah. by dressing like that. So yeah. a lot of girls would do this. They'll change their clothes or whatever. And then when, especially if they're church kids because they're super innocent and a little bit more naive than like your yeah. regular teenager – an 18-year-old guy in the same high school starts hitting on her, starts trying to talk to her, and she gets very uncomfortable and wondering, well, why is this happening or yeah. or whatever? And then it's very overwhelming for her, and yeah. you might find yourself in a compromising situation where you feel like you can't say no now and you got yourself too deep. It started with the clothes. Yeah. So yeah. I would That's just good. say think about where you're starting with the clothes, thinking that it's innocent, and it gets way too deep, mm-hmm. way too fast. But on top of that, you can do things in secret, but God sees everything. Yes. Your mom might not be there. Your pastor may not be there. Your accountability partner might be there. Your church friends who are doing really, really well, they can't see you, but God can see you. So at the end of the day, think about the fact that you're putting yourself through all of this mental torment, living this double life, and God can see everything you're doing. So you basically just have to make the choice as to whether you're going to stay as a Christian and maybe be 
a little bit uncomfortable and maybe be to make a stand and stuff. Yeah, yeah, to be left out for a little bit, but then know that you made a right decision. Yeah. And what you should do then is cling to your friends who are Christians and who you want to be more like and be like, guys, oh my gosh, the girls at my school are doing that and relate yeah. to them, right? So it's really about choosing your friend group and and going from there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I do have a question to follow up with that. Mm-hmm. So they came to you, they told you this, they said, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm admitting that I have done it. Mm-hmm. How are you going to now going forward, mm-hmm. keep them accountable? So is there something that you're going to say, okay, this is what you're going to do and this is how I'm going to make, you know what I mean? Like right. to keep it open, practical. Right? Cause you don't want them to feel like every single time. Yeah. That, okay. I'm going to come to you. Hey, I didn't do it today. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, what are you going to do? Oh, that's a good question. Or suggest, I should say. I would say, first of all, throw out the clothes. Yes. Or give me all the clothes. Okay. Give me the clothes. Yeah. Um, or throw them out or what? Just, I would say, give them to me. So I know I threw them out. You know, I tell you yeah. to throw them on. You saved one skirt. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Give me all the clothes. Um, from there, I would say, um, maybe we, we talk about how you're getting the money to even buy these clothes. Mm. Right. So is it your allowance money? Is your part-time job? And then maybe we can just talk about budgeting and what you spend your money on. And mm. are you saving this week or, you know, whatever, and maybe keep it on a week to week or a month to month basis on, um, you know, Hey, did you tithe this week? Or, you know, maybe, you know, you got a paycheck. Maybe you should, uh, it's so-and-so's birthday. Maybe you should yeah. go and maybe just start thinking about the way you're spending your money so that you can't even spend it on clothes. On you know what I mean? Um, and if I need to be, I'll tell your mom to go through your closet if you want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. I obviously want to keep her trust, but you yeah. know, um, those kinds of, those kind of things. Good. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So I have one here. Um, 17 year old girl okay. who constantly misses church because she's busy studying and doing homework. Okay. She goes to school. She's a straight A student. She does really, really well. And she's very meticulous and very particular about her studies. Okay. Um, so she misses church often for studying and for homework and for assignments, but she comes to church inconsistently, but she does have a good relationship with people there. Okay. Um, she doesn't say anything to you, but as her accountability partner, does this raise concern for you and why? And what would you say to her if you choose, if you chose to approach her? Because the reason why I want to do this one is because it's so overlooked as something that's like not that serious. That's true. So yeah. That's, that's a hard one. That's hard. Um, I, I mean, I obviously, (laughs) well, not obvious, but I went to high school, (laughs) went on to post-secondary school, graduated, had a job in ministry. And so. I know that it's possible to get really good grades mm. um, and still serve and still serve consistently. Right. Um, still show your face, still be around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's not so much what are you doing in your spare time because I know what you're doing. You're right. Yeah, studying. exactly. But um, just making sure that that person holds the things of God to a certain standard where they do see it important, where they are prioritizing. Um, I would just want to check in with them in that way. Just like, you know, okay, that's fine. But you have to set priorities. Mm-hmm. Um, God wants you to be, to, to be successful. And so with that doesn't mean that you have to neglect him and exactly. his kingdom and the people um, around. So I would just try to say, okay, like, let's just commit to at least once a week. Yeah, that's, there, a, yeah you know? that's good. Yeah, Help you with your time management for your assignments because it's not impossible to do both. There are seasons where it gets busy, um, especially like, you know, towards the end of semesters, there's always mm-hmm. going to be a little bit more of a strain. Mm-hmm. But if it's consistently throughout the whole entire year, that's unnecessary. Right. You're not prioritizing something. So how long would you think you would let her go on like this? Like, so let's say, for example, mm-hmm. let's say, for example, you kind of noticed it. Yeah. 
She's like, hmm, like, you know, um, so-and-so doesn't really come. Okay. It's been a couple months after you, after you speak to her. It doesn't. It, what's the grace period? Is there a grace period? How long do you let it kind of go on for? Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, I agree. Max. Yeah, I agree. Because for us especially, we have two services on Sunday. Right. <laughs> a Wednesday service. There's um, outreach or Bible study. Um, and if you are in any other type of ministry Concerts, that requires, yeah, you <laughs> Co- choir, drama practice, practices, you're just, you're just way too invisible. Yeah. It's way too well. Yeah. Um, so yeah. What's the danger of that? Because I feel like people can look at it and literally, like I said, like I said, just overlook it. Yeah. Oh, you know, we're so, oh, you know, she's just studying. Oh yeah. True. You know, we're so-and-so with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. if you're just studying, people give you a blight. Yeah. So wh- how, how do you know it, it could get into a danger zone? Because I feel like even people listening to this right now would be like, oh, it's not even that bad. Yeah. And it's not. It's not that bad on the surface. But there are certain people, and I'm just going to say that, there are certain people who are going to be able to sustain time away a little bit better than others. That's true. Um, and there's others who their temptations or their struggles might involve being invisible being away yeah yeah so that's true you have true. to kind of know like that's if true you get into a stage of isolation a little bit it's easier for you to just continue to go ghost until you're not there and at all where there are some people where it's like no like i i love being around people so that's you know, true if, if they're not around a lot then okay that's, that's there's a problem you, you know mm-hmm. what i mean um so yeah you just want to make sure that that person is um prioritizing their things the things that they have in their life that their time management skills are on point more or less so that you know that there isn't really any room for the devil, but at the same time, you're a cup, right? And so if you are, if you're on E, you come to church, you get filled up. Right. And so if I haven't seen you in a while, you're, you're empty. empty. I don't know what, you're <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're empty in that sense. You get yeah. my pray and breathe yeah. and those types of things, but you need to be filled um, in the, with the body of Christ around you. There's only so much you can do on your own. Yeah. There's only so much you can do at home. Yes, exactly. And I I think the really good practical takeaway that you said was like, commit to once a week mm-hmm. or commit to one service or, you know, whatever. Like yeah. say, you know what? You need to study. That's fine. There And there are seasons in life like people need to understand and whoever your accountability partner is or if you are an accountability partner and you're listening to this, understand like, we all go through seasons. There's going to be seasons where we're working more, we're working less, yeah. we're more busy, we're less busy. We're with our friends a lot, we're not. We're with our family a lot, we're not. That's fine. It's, mm-hmm. it's normal. And I think sometimes God even puts that pressure on us to see how we handle it and to see if we can prioritize yeah. it. So it doesn't necessarily mean, oh, you're you're done, you're flying off the deep end, get out yeah. of here. But like legit, sometimes people go through seasons. So just, just recognize that they may just be going through a season and keep them to something that's realistic. Yes. And be there for them during those seasons. Yeah. Don't make them feel like because they're not around, they don't matter. Or like, yeah, be like, okay, um, maybe come to service once a week and then maybe I'll help you study. Yeah. Come to my house. We'll do lunch after service and we can study together. You can go home or yeah. something like or, that. Yeah, just study at my house. At yeah. Just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just kind of be there for them. And yeah. Okay, so I have goes. one last one. Okay. Because it's an interesting it's an interesting topic and a talk now yeah. this one's a little bit more deep because you brought up the clothes one yeah. it's like very innocent yeah okay oh, 31 year old woman started talking to her ex again <clears throat> he reached out to you cleared your throat you cleared your throat you're like this happened to me no i'm joking okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking you're not even 31 yet so you're safe Woo! um he reached out to her okay innocently and said he's interested in coming out to church okay they dated for three years and they had been intimate in the past. Mm-hmm. They know each other's families. They have a history together. 
she thinks that there may even be a chance that they can get back together if he gets saved. Oh, she's single. She's she's single. She's not pushing for him to come back, for him to get saved, but he reached out to her and she they've been talking on the phone, they've been texting. She thinks Negative. this may be a great opportunity for him to get um mm-hmm. get somewhere. To get <laughs> <laughs> This may be a great opportunity to get him saved, but not only that, like, um, she doesn't really have feelings for him anymore. It's just a zeal for him to come back to the church. What do you think? You could see my face right now, guys. <laughs> Let me tell you something, okay? First of all, he's reaching out to you. He wants to come to church. It only takes one conversation to find out the location of the church, okay? Mm. You want to come to church? I'm going to tell you where it is. Mm. I'm going to tell you when our service is. Matter of fact, I will forward you a flyer because I have them digitally (laughs) because I'm about that life. I have them digitally. That's all you need to do. Mm. That's it. And then if there's a brother that you trust, you don't even have to trust him. You just know that he's, you know what I mean? Like, forget he goes, that. He goes, he goes here. to your church. He's saved. You know that he works with people who might follow up on others. Fine. Hey, brother so-and-so, this person reached out to me. This is the history there. I don't want to be in no long conversations with him talking about how much he wants to, quote-unquote, come to church. Can you just, you know, follow up with him, hear what he's saying, invite him out if he needs a ride, take him, whatever. But she feels like she knows him. It doesn't matter. So she should be the one. You should be the one to pass him off because you know him, know him. You've been <laughs> you, you other know places him. with him. You've experienced things with him that... It's a soul tie, you know, and you don't need that to be something that brings you down now when he's trying to allegedly come to church. You told him where it is. Get to church. I'm going to see you there. But she says she has no feelings for him. I don't, I don't feel that's like even that. better. We've you been have broken no up feelings for him. For so then why are you texting him? Because he's my friend. No, you, you haven't <laughs> seen him. You haven't talked to him in three years. He's messaging. No, you they now. dated for three years, but then they kept in contact this whole time. No. Yeah. So then that's not your friend. You haven't talked to him in three years. That's your friend. No, they dated for three years. As far as how long they've been not dating, I don't know because it's hypothetical. Let's say, for example, they dated for three years. They they didn't speak for two years, and then they so kind of. She's is she has she been safe for two years? Those two years that she didn't she's talk been safe for a year. She's okay. she's new. That's long enough though. Six months to a year. She's new. That's long enough. He he heard you know so and so got saved. Got, yeah. Mm-hmm, and that Come was to my it. church. Mm-hmm. I would love to have you. Take care. Peace out. Bye. Peace out on why. why what would you do? No, I'm I'm just playing devil's no, advocate no, no. here. I don't need no devil in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I say I'm playing devil's advocate, my husband's like, "Don't say it, don't say that." And yeah, I'm like, "But that's, hypothetical." Okay, I would say it's a strong no for me too. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm just playing the other side just for the sake of conversation. Thinking of what you know, if you're listening to this, maybe what you would ask or questions that you may have if you're a newer convert, or you know, maybe you've gone Same through this before. Yeah. Um, you know, for for me. <laughs> personally this yeah. this this didn't happen happen to me but it kind of happened to me okay when i was like in university though okay and yeah. and i had I an, remember when. I, <laughs> and she remembers and i had an ex who like just kept trying to call me all the time yeah. and i just to be i'll be 100 percent honest i was saved okay i was saved for like at this point 2008 mm, 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 at least three okay. years 2008? No, I got saved in 2008. Oh, I thought you said that that's when it happened. No, 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 no. I got saved in 2008 and I was in university. So I got saved in my last year of high school. And then this probably 2011 or something, 2010. So I had been like, I've been coming. I was saved. I was in. But the way that we broke up wasn't really like official. 
Okay. So we didn't say we're breaking up now. Yeah. See you later. We were kind of like, well, I guess like we both kind of know we're broken up. It mm-hmm. wasn't said. So he kept trying to call me in the beginning. I would answer. Yeah. As a new convert, you yeah. know, I was like, I'll answer whatever. And then, and I was like, nah, like I'm about Jesus now. It's yeah. over. So I'll just ignore his calls, ignore yeah. his calls. And I told my accountability partner, this guy keeps trying to call me and I keep ignoring him. And I don't know what to do because I feel, I feel bad. I just, I felt really bad at the yeah. time. Now I don't feel bad, but yeah. <laughs> at the time I felt really bad. I was like, man, I just feel so bad. And she's like, change your number or tell him to stop. You're a Christian now. Yeah. And I was like, I've had the same number since 04. We're not changing my number. I don't want to change my number. I'm not changing my number for any who. (laughs) So um, I did cower out and didn't actually answer the phone, but I did send him a very long text and said, honestly, like, I can't talk to you anymore. And I know you probably don't understand why, but I just feel like our relationship is a distraction. And Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm a Christian now. Um, I'm not really trying to hold on to things in my past or anything like that. I'm trying to move forward and I don't think a relationship is healthy or wise to have and then he kind of like low-key cussed me and I was like whatever like I I, I didn't even care after that and I felt so free after I felt so free so what I would tell this person is you have to understand like you said there's there's a past there's Mm -hmm. a history there it's not your coworker you've known for five months and you guys just pour Starbucks drinks together there's a history there and naturally we're made of flesh Mm -hmm. those things will come back unless he was abusing you and crazy things sold you into sexual slavery you know like unless like it was if you guys had a romantic relationship together anything like that there's things are going to come up it's not like you know your your rude crude neighbor who you can't stand walked into the church like this is this is a guy that you had really so think about the possibilities of what could happen if he did come back if he started talking to you but we're missing this. What are his? Mo- what's his motivation? Yeah, and honestly, I think you just have to be wise. Be wise. You know, like especially in this case, like he asked you about your church. You give him the answer and you move on. on. If he's continuing to pursue you and pursue conversation, that's the, that's the biggest key. That it's not just about what he is asking for initially. That's not what be he vigilant. Wants. That's not what he wants. Be vigilant. Be yes. Like, Thank you. And move on. And move on. The fact that he's or trying come to, to church or whatever. You yeah. Know what I mean, hey, we're not saying he's not a nice guy. We're not. We're not saying his intentions Yo, are not. People do good, bad things sometimes. Yeah, we're not saying his intentions are horrible. Maybe he does really have intentions. He's like, hey, I heard this person has a church, but you should be able to back off, leave him where he is, and he should be fine with that. Mm-hmm. And if you say, hey, you know, I'm just gonna talk to, I'm just gonna send uh, brother David over. He's he's really good. He, you know, him and the bros they do pick up basketball on Tuesdays. You should go hang out with them. I know you like ball too. He should be okay with that. If yeah. he solely just wants to talk to you. And you only, he's not interested in a relationship with God. He's interested in a relationship with you. The end. All right, guys. On that note, we end with a quote. And the quote that we have for this week is, are you ready? Ready. Okay. It says, nobody wants to tell you why discipline is so important. Discipline is the strongest form of self-care. It is ignoring current pleasures for bigger rewards to come. Wow. Very good. Was that literally not just what we just talked it, it about? Really was. Literally. Like, and then there. That's it. Drops my That's it, guys. <laughs> that is literally it. Discipline, all of that. And so, guys, to wrap all of this up, check all of the show notes for the quote, for our songs, for yeah. all we'll of those scriptures in there. For the scriptures. Yeah, all of the information, anything that you missed, you can rewind, you can listen to it. But that quote was so clutch. 
go back in the show notes and write that down. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're listening on Apple, don't forget to rate, comment, and follow. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. And don't forget that we do have an Instagram page at Her Soul Speaks Podcast. So look for us. Shout us out. Yes. Don't forget, we're out here. We're going to be here. We'll see you near Christmas. We'll see you in the new year. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Thanks for, for listening. listening.